0: The new year is just around the corner. On Encouragement Today, we'll talk goal-setting and prioritizing for 2020. Dr. Tom Dooley, founder of PathClearer Ministries, joins me for Encouragement Today. Welcome to Encouragement Today. Providing biblically based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical issues. Now, here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve and friend. It's so good to have you with us on the program today. Our purpose is to provide biblically based encouragement and insight on a wide range of issues. And as we approach the end of 2019, we're looking ahead to 2020. My good friend, Dr. Tom Dooley is with me. He is the founder of Path Clearer Ministries. He is also a scientist. He is the author of several books, including Hope When Everything Seems Hopeless, Half-Truths Are Lies, and Praying Faith. And Tom, it's always great to be on the radio with you.
1: Hey, thank you, Don. We've uh, we've enjoyed many years of doing this together, and I think we'd make a good team.
0: I think we do as well. We also enjoyed some ministry together a couple of months ago back in India, and I want to thank you again for the opportunity that we had to share there. That was really great.
1: Yeah, it's uh, been a lot of fun. We were there for Reaching Indians Ministries International, uh, their Indian partner, Mission India. We were there for their national leadership conference. We had over a thousand leaders from all of India together, and you and I had the privilege of being uh, selected this year as teachers on the book of Nehemiah.
0: And what a great book on leadership. And, you know, Nehemiah is a person who obviously set goals and established priorities. Uh, We might just jump into our topic right there. In reality, there were a lot of great qualities on his part, but those certainly would fit him, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. I even had mentioned in my notes in preparation for today's call that uh, both he and King David were were men who planned a lot.
0: Somebody said once, you plan to fail when you fail to plan. Your thought on that?
1: (laughs) I totally agree. You know, it's pretty easy to achieve mediocrity in life. You just have to breathe. But if you want to achieve goals, there's some difficulty in that.
0: And we're facing the new year. This is a very busy season, I know. Why is this such an important time for our setting some goals and and getting those written down for the new year?
1: Well, I think it's, it's always appropriate as we approach any new year to have a fresh look because in the darkness of winter, you're beginning to think about closing out one cycle and approaching a new one. And as we come into this new year cycle, I believe that it's incumbent on us to embrace God's heart for us. And part of that is God himself is a planner. God has plans already established before us. I'm mindful of, you know, in Jeremiah 29, 11, famous verse where God himself says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper, to give you a future and a hope, not to harm you. And it was said in the context of 70 years henceforth. God's saying, my plans are not just for this week, this month, this year, but God has a long, multi generational plan for our lives. And so I think inherent in our pursuit of what's right, we should always be thinking in terms of what are God's goals for my life and how do I tie my personal desires into his plans.
0: You know, as I think about the Apostle Paul and planning, I think about Philippians 3, especially verses 13 and 14, which I think give us a perspective on the ultimate priority for the Apostle, but they also seem to indicate how important it is to be planning ahead.
1: I think in his case, he knew that God had appointed for him a sense of the destiny that he was called to, and for him to not embrace that and not to establish ongoing goals and objectives. We know, for instance, he gets a a miraculous call to go to Macedonia. When God would inspire him, he would press into those goals that God had. In that particular passage, he's actually speaking about a lifetime calling. And if anything, Paul was diligent to walk out and execute the things that he knew that the Lord had called him to.
0: And it seems like that uh, in the process of fulfilling that lifetime calling, uh, he also would establish some goals. I recall uh, he wrote, for example, and said, my goal is to come to you when I head towards Spain. Now, mm-hmm. God sometimes changed his plans, but it wasn't for a lack of planning on Paul's part.
1: Right. He often would write and said, you know, I long to see you. And if his travel plans permitted, as he, you know, passed through the Mediterranean, he would call in on people. So I think Paul's a good example of a man who obviously had plans. His life was so fulfilling and so fulfilled by God because he was a very active and busy man. And I know, Don, you're a busy man. You've been the head of a Bible college. You're an author. We're both authors. We're both busy. We've both been involved in academia. And one of the things that we bring to the table in this dialogue today is we're both goal setters.
0: Yes, we are, and setting those goals, I believe, is absolutely critical, Tom, and as I look ahead to 2020, one of the things I want to do is to have 2020 vision in looking ahead to 2020, and that's what the uh, ophthalmologists and optometrists want us to have, is 2020 vision, but I think we need to have uh, a spiritual vision and a goal-setting vision for the new year. Yep. And then there's something you emphasize a lot and said that you feel is critical for us to get out today, and that is to write that goal down, write those objectives down. Talk about that.
1: This is a a familiar theme in the Old Testament prophets. You'll see in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, there are other places in Scripture, but those three prophets in particular clearly said that whenever God gave them insight, it was explicitly attributed to the voice of Yahweh saying, write this down. You'll see that in many places. One good example is in Jeremiah chapter 36. There are multiple examples about writing it down. And in that particular passage, they write it down. They present it to an evil man. The evil man actually burned up what they wrote down.
0: Then and they, they wrote it again. So, <laughs> he said,
1: write it down again. It's like God really means it. If he says, write it down, it's important. And you and I have had opportunities in our lives To see, I would say, many achievements.
0: By the way, if you just joined us, I'm talking with Dr. Tom Dooley, good friend of many years. He is the founder of Path Clearer Ministries. Isaiah 40 talks about John the Baptist clearing the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. And Path Clearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. Their focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose. Us to maximize global kingdom influence. If you'd like to learn more, you may visit PathClearer.com. That's PathClearer.com. We'll continue with encouragement today, right after this. David Morris, president of Encouragement Today underwriter 12 Stones Financial, explains a plan through which you can care for your family's financial future and also leave a legacy gift. Just for a couple dollars more, you can add anywhere between fifty to to
1: $100,000 and leave a portion to the church or your nonprofit and still have your children, spouse, or grandchildren as the main beneficiaries.
0: To learn more, you may contact David at the number 12stonesfinancial.com.
2: Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org.
0: When you need independent or assisted living for your parent or spouse, consider the distinctively Christian-based quality care available through Restoration Senior Living. Restoration provides an innovative type of care in the medical, emotional, and spiritual area, leading to an enhanced quality of life. Memory care is also available. To learn more, visit RestorationSL.com. That's RestorationSL.com. It's a given. All ministries need money. More money enables greater mission impact. If your ministry or Christian school needs an extra $30,000 to $100,000, you may contact our friends at the Champion Group. With experience with over 2,600 major fundraising events that have raised over $100 million, they'd love to help you. You can learn more at champevents.com. That's champevents.com. You're listening to the Practical Encouragement and Insight of Encouragement Today. Here again is Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, it's great to have you with us on the program as we seek to provide you with that biblically-based encouragement and insight that will help you do some effective planning and goal-setting and prioritizing for the year 2020, which is just ahead. Dr. Tom Dooley, scientist, author, ministry leader, is with me on the program Tom, we've talked about uh, this whole issue of setting goals, and you emphasized writing it down. Sometimes, though, uh, people sort of think of goal setting as, well, I've got a vague idea of what I'd like to do in the new year. But uh, vague ideas don't really cut it, do they?
1: No, they don't. And I'm fond of saying this, that uh, in order for a person to achieve a desired goal, it's 10% planning and 90% execution. Hmm. If you want to think of it this way, a goal that is never written down and planned out, that takes up to 10% of your effort. But to fulfill a goal takes 90% of execution. And the reason that people fail to execute on their thoughts, their seminal ideas, is that without writing it down and beginning to plan it, like, you know, in business, I've started a number of entrepreneurial businesses. I've started nonprofits. The most prudent thing you can do is to write a business plan. Write it down, scope it out, because what that allows you to do is you begin to go, hey, there's the reward at the end of the rainbow if I do this. I mean, I'll achieve whatever the goal is, but I also develop an understanding of what are the near-term risks and costs of doing it. Jesus talked about how foolish it is to not have an individual who has planned ahead for the full cost of building hmm. a building.
0: I was thinking about that passage where Jesus said, if you set out to build a building and uh, you haven't counted the cost, you're likely not to be able to finish or to fulfill that plan that you had in mind.
1: Correct. And that translates in the business world to writing an effective business plan. And as an entrepreneur, you know, I, you and I have started many things. Yes. Um, between the two of us, we've probably started, I don't know, 10 different entities, or mm-hmm. you know, at small businesses, nonprofits. We started many, and by the grace of God all or most of them are still alive and well and functioning.
0: A lot of that, as you mentioned, Tom, is a function of doing that planning in advance, and uh, you hit this thing of the, the biblical mandate to write it down. Now, some people would say, well, today I want to type it up, and uh, maybe typing it up is the 21st century counterpart <laughs> to writing it down, but but the reality is we need to get it down in black and white, and then there's a place for going back and editing it and perhaps yes. getting some counsel to go along with it.
1: Yes. You know, years ago, I'll tell you, Don, back in the year 2000, I met an elderly evangelist from Atlanta. Her name was Mamie Joe Hunter. And in those days, Mamie Joe said to me, and she was nearly at her convalescent stage of life. And the final three years of her life, she mentored me, and I'm grateful for it. Hmm. I wanted her spiritual insight because she was a woman who was very prone to hearing clearly from God. And I wanted to learn from her. And one of the things she said to me back then was she said, Tom, you need to write it all down. And she said, you're going to have remarkable testimonies and amazing things happening in your life. And she said, if you don't start writing this stuff down, you'll never produce the book that will change nations. And she said, Tom, you're going to do that. I had never thought that I would write a Christian book. It was not on my radar. I was a scientist. But this woman gave me the spark, the impetus. And I went, you know, I am going to. And here I am today. I've now written four Christian books because that one woman gave me the idea. And she said, Tom, write it down. And she gave me two reasons. She said, number one, the amount of remarkable testimonies that God will bless you with in your life, you'll forget half of them. So write it down. Right. Number two, she said, there will be people who will doubt the veracity of the things you're claiming. So write it down. And if anyone ever comes to you and says, oh, you know you're predicting this after the fact, I'll say, no, I'm not predicting it after the fact. I wrote this in my journal a year or two ago. You can go read it. So I think there's a real essential principle in achievement of goals is first hear from God. In my book, the definition of a leader is the person on the front line who's hearing from God.
0: And there's no question that Nehemiah was a man, as you and I both were speaking over in India, about who heard from God, and when he heard from God, he responded and fulfilled what God led him to do.
1: Absolutely. He hears from God. He hears the grief of his fellow brothers from back in his homeland. He goes back to Jerusalem, and he says, Let's spy out the land. Let's collect information. Let's write a plan. Where are the weaknesses in the wall? Where are the wooden gates that have been burned down? He was a planner, and it's interesting. He devoted time in secret initially to what we would call preparing his plan. He didn't come right out and wave the banner and say, gee, we're going to go do this and that. He developed a plan, and then he launched it.
0: Tom, you mentioned your books. I want to remind folks who are listening to Encouragement Today today, You can find out about those books. In fact, some of them are available for free download, or you can order a copy. The place to visit is pathclearer.com. The book titles are Hope When Everything Seems Hopeless, Half-Truths Are Lies, Praying Faith. And Tom, the fourth book you've written, tell us about that.
1: Well, it should be out by Christmas. It's at the publisher's right now. My latest book is entitled Pain Taught Me to Love. And interestingly, the final chapter of this book is so germane to what we're talking about today. The last chapter has to do how failures in our lives are the stepping stones to future success. And I devote an entire chapter in there to disappointments and delays and failures in my life. I had a a very funny conversation in the last year. I was in an interview for a leadership role in a nonprofit organization. And I was being interviewed by a highly successful, high-level member of the Pentagon, you know, retired from the Pentagon. And this man, who has a tremendous resume, was sitting in front of me, and he said, you know, Tom, I was looking at your two resumes, and he said, you have two of the most impressive resumes I've ever read. I have two. I've got a scientific professional resume, right, and then my other one is my nonprofit Christian ministry resume. And he saw both of them. And he asked me this question. He says, Tom, have you ever failed at anything in your life? And I laughed. I said, you don't understand. I failed more than I've succeeded. I said, I have had so many things that have been disappointments and delays and failures. However, with resilience, the man just keeps moving forward because you have a plan and a goal of where you're going. You've already written it down. I know I'm going forward. And even though you have some momentary light affliction, some momentary setback, with the plan written down, Don, I have a three-page to-do list. I live by it. And I think virtually, if you were starting out today, if one of our listeners today was starting out today saying, I've never been a planner and I'm coming into 2020, I don't seem to have any goals, I would say to them, do one thing write down your goals on a to-do list. And I don't care if there are two things on it or 200, write it down. Because from my perspective, the most successful people I know in business, in academia, in ministry, all of those people are people who are effective at writing down lists of things.
0: Absolutely. Very critical advice from Dr. Tom Dooley, advice that you need to follow, friend, as you are looking ahead to the year 2020. We'll continue with encouragement today right after this.
2: Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org.
0: As a family, I'm going to do what I can to protect my family in case something happens. Scott Stanwix of Encouragement Today underwriter 12 Stones Financial explains the motivation behind a plan which allows an individual or family to provide for future financial needs while supporting their church or a ministry. And if I can do a little bit more to support a church that I love, then I'm going to be able to do that. To learn more, you may contact the number 12stonesfinancial.com through their website.
1: The sad reality for many orphans throughout the world is a life of hopelessness and uncertainty and dependent on the kindness of others to help them survive. In December, Beth Love of Hearts of Love International will arrive in Kenya to host a Christmas party for our nine orphanages and school in the villages surrounding Nairobi. Is there a greater gift you can give this Christmas or a greater gift you can receive than to share God's love and joy with 600 orphaned children? If you're willing to help or to find out more, go to heartsofloveintl.com.
0: Isaiah 40 tells of John the Baptist who cleared the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In the 21st century, Path Clearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. The focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose to maximize global kingdom influence. To learn more, visit PathClearer.com. Welcome back to Encouragement Today. I'm Don Hawkins. Dr. Tom Dooley, my good friend of many years and radio and ministry colleague, has joined me, and we're talking about setting goals and priorities. And Tom, you've made it clear that the very first priority when you're setting goals is to get them in writing, to write it down. Once we've written it down, it's sort of like writing a book. Then you need to do some editing. Maybe talk about that step.
1: I think the editing is reality often sets in Hmm. because, you know, neither you nor I, Don, have perfect 2020 future vision.
0: This is true. Our
1: vision, sometimes we're flying straight into a whiteout snowstorm or it's a fog belt in front of us. And often life is like that. We set a plan and we say, I'm driving a car and I'm heading straight north down this interstate. Hmm. But we don't know what's ahead of us. We might know some of it, but we don't fully know what's ahead. And we have to be ready and flexible to go, I've got to take a detour for a season. I've had a disappointment. We don't let that derail us permanently. It might derail you temporarily, but then you pick yourself back up and you go back to the list again and you say, what's on my to-do list? What am I trying to achieve this year? And it may be write two more chapters for the next book. It might be get involved in leading a small group Bible study. It might be go on a short term missions trip to India with REMI or Mission India. It might be to develop a new education skill. Go back to college, go to Bible college and train yourself by the fact that we have chosen to write down our goals. We always know what true north is for us. We can always go back to it.
0: That's such an important thing for us to remember and to recall what you said earlier, Tom, and that is that failure is, as Erwin Lutzer once put it, the back door to success. The reality is all of us are going to fail. The person who's had a really difficult 2019, uh, the bottom line is God has some new challenges for us in the year 2020. Uh, We want to look at those goals, to get those written down, and ultimately to make that top priority goal of glorifying Jesus Christ, as the Apostle Paul put it, the focus around which all of those goals rotate.
1: Absolutely. And if somebody is new to goal setting and writing annual objectives out, one of the things I like to do to frame this for help to, to guide somebody is to have them write three categories down. One is faith, one is family, one is friends. And start there and say, okay, God, what do you expect of me in my faith realm? Second, family. What family relationships need to be bolstered? And then friends. Identifying friends who are willing to go into the trenches with you when you're facing difficulty.
0: Could I raise the question of another word that begins with F, finances? Do we need to do some planning there?
1: Yes, we do. We live in a time where we are maxed out with debt, and I think it's time for us to put our house in order. I agree.
0: Do you have a final word for us in terms of setting those goals and establishing those priorities for the year 2020?
1: Well, the final thing I would say is this, and it ties back to Jeremiah 29, 11. I think we need to have a long view of this, not just a plan for what do I want to do in 2020, but let 2020 serve as that impetus to then plan well beyond that. Ask yourself, when I go to my deathbed, what do I want to have seen achieved for the kingdom of God? I think 2020 gives us that spark to really ask big questions about what do we need to do over the next year and well beyond it in view of Jeremiah 29.11.
0: Thank you, Dr. Tom Dooley, for reminding us that while we set goals for the coming year, we want to do so with the ultimate goal in mind of living lives that are pleasing to the Lord Jesus Christ. And friend, if you'd like to secure a copy of the booklet, Overcoming Holiday Burnout, we'll get a copy in the mail when you send us a gift of any size. Our address is Encouragement Today, Post Office Box 1741, Rockwall, Texas, 75087. That's Box 1741, Rockwall, Texas, 75087. And one of the potential goals to consider for 2020 is training to become a certified Christian life coach. Life coaches are having a significant impact in the lives of others for Christ. To learn more about the 14-week online training program, you may visit masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Thanks to our sponsors, including Master Life Coach Training Institute, Restoration Senior Living, 12 Stones Financial Services, and Path Clearer Ministries. Plan to join us each weekend for biblically based encouragement and insight on Encouragement Today. Encouragement Today is a production of Encouragement Communications in association with the Center for Strategic Partnerships.